Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Hey everybody, I am excited about today's casual conversation um, and I'm gonna tell you why in a moment, but I'd like to introduce, introduce to you, to your earbuds, Karen Collins, owner and pastry chef of Be So Sweet Confections. And Karen, welcome to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I'm gonna let you um, tell us a little bit about your business, um, if you don't mind, so that everybody sure. knows who you are, what you are, where you are. Okay, sounds good. So as Deb said, it's Karen Collins. Um, I'm a pastry chef and I own Bisu Sweet, which is a wholesale bakery. We're located in Shirley, Mass. Shirley, you must be joking, is <laughs> <laughs> the joke I hear often. So, um, so we make a wide range of products. We make biscotti, donut muffins, cupcakes, whoopie pies, cookies, you name it. Um, and we sell them to small independent stores as well as larger chains such as Whole Foods, Wegmans, and Market Basket. Mm, and I want to add that um, I've known you for so long and your business for so long that years ago, you wouldn't have been able to say most of what you just said. Probably. You have, right? Yes, that's probably very true. And yes, we've known each other for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to actually share with everyone why I wanted to have you on as a guest. And actually in preparation for our conversation today, I was making so many notes and realized that one casual conversation with you is probably not going to be enough. So I'm already <laughs> anticipating that we will have to have more than one. But what I want people to know about why I wanted you as a guest is First and foremost, I've known you a long time. You've known me a long time. And I think we would both agree that we're not even in the same space or place that we were in when we first met. And Agreed. yeah, and, and actually, um, in case you don't know this, my listeners, Karen is the official number one, numero uno, for the love of your biz client. She was someone who raised her hand and said, she actually is probably one of the reasons that I have my own business is because she saw things in me that I didn't really even see myself um, in wanting to help business owners like herself. She asked for help and I said, I can do that. I can help you. And long, lo and behold, you know, maybe eight years I'm thinking maybe seven years later, here we are. But um, Karen was my first client when I went off on my own and started my own business for love of your biz. So I'm bowing right now. I know you can't see me, Karen, but I'm literally like <laughs> got my hands together, like bowing to you saying, thank you for believing in me um, and admitting that, you know, getting support in your business was something that you knew you needed. Yeah, no, it was easy. You made it very easy and you should... Um, I hope you're bowing to yourself as well because you, you did it all. Um, you really did. So, and you made it um, very easy just because you're, you're you, you're approachable, you're honest, you're direct, you're fun, 
Yeah, direct. Yeah. That's a good one, right? That's one that you always say that you're always like, you're there giving me the tough love and the little extra push and the nudges when I know I need them, but don't want to admit to them. So I'm proud to actually wave that direct flag, that tough luck flag for you and for um, all the people in my world. Yep. And one thing I would say is your generosity has been something that I've learned a lot from over the years. Um, I know your, your um, CFO, Joel, doesn't always <laughs> agree with um, the amounts of generosity you share. Um, financially, it sometimes is tough, but you are one of the most generous people that I've ever met. Like, how, how does that feel as a business owner for, to be able to give? I would love to talk about like what you do um, in the nonprofit world and what you do to fundraise, because I know that's a piece that not everyone knows about your business. Um, so thank you. That's, I, didn't expect to be talking about this and mm -hmm. um and I appreciate it I there's literally nothing that makes me happier than to help someone else and mm -hmm. whether that's in the form of cookies or um donation platters or um helping raise money for a cause I feel strongly about um that that's what really fills my cup um, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, so for the, I ride, um, I'm a true cancer warrior. Um, yep. I had a customer who, uh, passed away from cancer and I met her once in person. This was years ago in 2007 and um, at the time, I knew about the Pan Mass Challenge, but I didn't own a bike. It didn't ride a bike. Didn't really want to ride a bike. Definitely <laughs> didn't want to wear bike clothing. And um, and yet, I felt horrible that I couldn't do anything for this woman. Um, and so I signed up to ride the Pan Mass Challenge. Bought a bike. Bought bike clothes. And this is going to be my 12th year, 13th year doing it. Um, I'm on a bike team. I'm the captain of our team. <laughs> so I, you know, so if there's a cause that I believe in, I will happily go full out and do whatever I can. Yeah. We should tell yeah. Joel to cover his ears right now, right? No, no. So I'm also on the United Way board of Acton and Boxborough and my dad, I just wrangled him into joining oh, the board. Amazing. So now all of the donations I do for United Way are just going to be out, out in the open. So <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> it's good. And, and I know he's proud of you as much as mom, Marge, who we have to mention yep. both of them. And your family, I mean, you, your business has evolved so much over the years from where you started back, back, back in the day um, as a different business name, which I think we'll focus on in another, in another episode, but, you know, starting in your kitchen and then a small kitchen um, over in Stowe and now a factory. I mean, tell us what it's like to walk in to headquarters every day in, in Shirley. Um. You know, I really um, don't think about it that much, and um, and yet there are times where um, I'll either get a pop up on Facebook 
and it will say, remember when, you know, it's like your memories. Um, yes. This happened seven years ago. And on my business page, I'll get a picture of a cake I made. Mm -hmm. And I remember the person I made it for. I remember where I was at the time, like, you know, geographically. And, and so, yeah, it's, um, or I'll look at my blog. So I started writing, I think I started my blog in 2012, maybe mm -hmm. need to go look. Um, but way back when, mm -hmm. and I'll randomly read a blog post and think to myself, wow, you know, this, this is crazy. Um, and so I used to set little milestones for the business that were, um, so ridiculous. And so for instance, I, I, I buy too much stuff all the time. So when I, I bought, um, purple dishwashing gloves and I wanted to not have to worry about running out of purple dishwashing gloves. So I bought, I think two cases of them. Well, each case had maybe 110 boxes, pairs of gloves. Mm -hmm. And so my goal was to stay in business long enough to go through, <laughs> to go through all the purple <laughs> gloves. And literally that was, that was the business goal. And I was, I was just determined, like, I am going to stay in business until I need to order success will feel great when I have to buy more or purple more gloves. gloves. Yeah. Have so, you ordered more gloves? I have many. Okay. Yes. Yep. Many times over. Yes. So. so you just mentioned your blog and, and I, it brings me to marketing. I mean, I've obviously my podcast is primarily about marketing, but I love to bring some of my favorite people on to talk about their relationship with marketing. So I want to play a little game with you, if you don't mind, if you trust me. I'm ready. Okay. okay. So I say marketing, you say. Ugh. I know. Um, I knew it. You can't even come up with the word. Okay, wait, just give me a minute. You're so pushy. Okay. Deb says marketing and I say stress. Uh, all right. So that would be your love-hate relationship with marketing. What stresses you out about marketing, Karen? Um, planning ahead and finding the time to implement. Yeah. So yeah. I spend... And so that is the, the opposite of love. I don't know right. if it's hate, but it's, it's stress. You know, yep. it's, um, it's, it, it definitely feels like part of my daily responsibility to market the business on Facebook, on Instagram, um, to write a blog post once a week. So these are, these are things. And when I do them, they give me joy. Mm -hmm. It's getting up to the, I have to get this done. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of, I have to get this done that causes stress because mm -hmm. the reality for any business owner is that we wear multiple hats. We have many job responsibilities and I actually have a plan in place. Um, and I have it on my calendar. And if I come into work and I haven't, I have the calendar, I haven't gotten ahead of it yet. So mm -hmm. it's still, I'm doing those things the day of. And if I come into work and 
we have an issue with the oven or um, we get a phone call or we, whatever it is, even if someone is sick and can't come into work, that suddenly becomes a stressor. So, mm-hmm. um, well, and marketing will fall to the bottom of your list because all of these things of running the business day to day have to get um, prioritized. True. Yeah. Yeah. And every single time, almost every single time, um, I follow through and post a picture or ask a question or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I am so blessed with an amazing community of um, BSU Suite fans, yeah. I, sugar fans. I don't, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just so blessed. And so they're so engaged and responsive that it brings me truly so much joy. And so I have resistance leading up to it. I get it done. And then I'm like, oh my God, I love this. Right. <laughs> so it's, well, it's, it's instant gratification. Like you have an audience like no other. I mean, I have a lot of clients that have following smaller than you and larger than you. I mean, so I have one client that's got a uh, following 10 times mine. Um, and what I love about your page, specifically your Facebook page, and even, even your Instagram account too, is you have an authentic following. And that is something that you should be really proud of. People love your brand. They love your products. They love your voice. They love seeing you. They love behind the scenes. Like, at the end of the day, it's about the experience that you give people when you show them what your business is about. And so I want to tell you and everybody listening is that stress of getting to the point of creating the post and posting it, if you can just remember the benefits that you get, the feeling that you get when someone likes your post or comments below or shares your blog and make it less about, I have to get this done. I just instead want to share this little tidbit that's happening behind the scenes. That takes a lot of the pressure off. And I know it's easy for me to say, because I'm not worrying about the oven and I'm not worrying about my staff showing up and I'm not worrying about ordering those purple gloves, but um, you know, be in that space of joy more than that space of stress is what helps you to get ahead. And I know, Karen, you're a creative. You love to create, you love to bake, you love to come up with new ideas and concepts. That, at the end of the day, is the number one reason why it's hard for you and all of us, myself included, to plan ahead and have that social media, and you know I hate that word, strategy. That's That social media content that you can put out intentionally as opposed to strategically. And I would tell you, go ahead, you're going to say something. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I, I really agree. I agree with what you're saying. And I so- feel like if you can follow that, if you can follow that, that joy, right? The joy of getting your message and your story out to your following when it feels right and not forced and planned, it feels better. But on the flip side, the planning part is what saves you time so that it gets out regardless of whether the oven is broken or the oven is working, right? Yes, 100%, really. And I will say the other driving force um, for me is just gratitude and giving back to the people who 
show up on my Facebook page and comment or comment on the blog or even read the blog. I'm so grateful that it makes, you know, as soon as I sit down and say, I am doing this, I, I do it because I, I want to show up for them. I want to, I, I'm so yes. grateful. So I want to, I want to give back to them, you know? Yeah. So. So you actually have two audiences that you market to, Karen. You are business to business because you are wholesale bakery, but you are also business to consumer. So I would love for you to talk about your relationship and how that might differ when it comes to marketing, um, what that feels like for you, what's easier maybe. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, it is a tricky, it's, it is tricky. Um, so Almost all of my marketing is directed toward the end buyer. So mm -hmm. the, the person who's in the supermarket and walking around with a shopping cart um, looking for a gift to give or something to have in the house when the kids come home, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. and, um, and what's been interesting is that oftentimes my buyers, my business buyers are those people also. And so it's made, it's made, um, marketing easy, easier mm -hmm. because I don't really have to, I, I don't intentionally create one message for one category of people and another for the other. Um, mm -hmm. and then the other thing I think which is really important to me is I, I, I don't want to, I want to present myself, my business, my products without selling them. Mm -hmm. And I want to let people know about things without having it feel like it's a hard sell. Right. And, um, and what's, funny for anyone, for everyone who's listening, when um, Deb and I were working together, I would post a picture on Facebook or something and Deb would chime in and say, wow, those look great. Where can I find them? And <laughs> it's, um, it's closing that loop of, um, you know, for me, the, the, that sales part is not my goal. Um, and and yet it has to be my goal because I am in business. I want to stay in business and I want to keep buying purple gloves. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it's, it, so that's been more of the tricky part as opposed to marketing toward one group or the other. So it's that's interesting that. that you just brought that up, the call to action piece, right? That's a big, you are not alone in that. Um, I would say a lot of my audience struggles with that, last little tidbit that needs to be shared in order to it's really give your customers give your audience give your fans and your followers what they need so you've you've already brought them there you've already given them exactly what they need to want your product but you left them there and so that's why i would always do that little nudge and say Psst, where can they buy them right so it's almost like if you want these cookies here's where you can find them without it being like go buy my cookies at main street grocer. Right? right. So that's, you are, you've gotten so good at being like, 
here's my cookies. I know you want them without it being salesy. It's not. You tell a story every time you share an image or even a behind the scenes um, and you do it really well, but then you leave oftentimes because <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to be the car salesman and be like, and get it while it's hot. You know, we're not, <laughs> we're not looking for that, but you can't leave them on the cliff. Right. Cause they're going to stand there waiting. Okay. Or they're going to turn around and go find someone else's cookies that told them exactly where to buy them. And yes. Always easy to talk about cookies, isn't it? <laughs> always. I know. So funny. So, so here we are and you, you're using Facebook, you're using Instagram, you know, you're doing the things that you have been taught to do that, you know, in the industry, um, you know, works for your, for your industry, I guess, so you know, that it works online, but you've dabbled in some other things to market your biz. And I would love for you to share like, um, what feels best for you when it comes to marketing. And I'll give you some examples so that you're not like, what does she mean? Um, you know, you are an amazing writer. So blogging has, has been something that you've been doing for years. I can't, I'm, I can tell you that in my experience of looking around at people that are quote unquote, like your business, you're one of a kind in your words. And I think that's an amazing way to share the story of your products. You've also dabbled and I'm going to be honest with you. One of my favorite things that you've done in the last year is video. I love watching video. I could watch you frost a cake all day, every day. It's just, <laughs> I'm not even a baker, um, but I just, it's really appealing. You've also been featured in magazines. Um, Edible Boston, for example, is one that I love to see your recipes in. What feels really good for you in your business? If you had to pick one and share with, with you know, people in your industry or people who are selling direct, um, you know, to customer or for wholesale, tell, tell me what feels really good for you. I think what feels really good is being flexible and being open-minded to try anything. Love it. And that includes doing videos when you need your glasses to see the screen and you can't figure out how to make video work. Mm -hmm. That includes reaching out to um, different magazines or publications and asking if you can write something for them. It's mm -hmm. reaching out to other businesses and saying, is there something we can do together to promote each yeah. other? Yeah. So whatever it is, um, I, I will pretty much do anything that someone suggests, <laughs> you know, at least it's, once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or a couple of times. I mean, yeah. I, really feel strongly that um, you don't know what you're missing until you try it. And mm -hmm. it might be something that you think, I never would have said, yes, I can see myself doing videos because I'm an introvert, I'm shy, um, and I want to be the person taking the pictures. I don't necessarily want to be the face of the pictures. And mm -hmm then next thing I know I'm doing videos and it's like, okay, let's do this. And so, um, and it's just a different way to interact with my community of people, which feels like family. So, yeah. um, so it certainly brought your relationship with your audience even closer. 
Yeah. And people like, I love this baking community because, um, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a, you know, I live in a community, I'm a pastry chef, I'm all these things. And now I'm connecting with people for so many different, on so many different levels for, on so many different topics. Mm-hmm. And I, I just got two emails today asking for baking advice and I love it. Like that, right. that to me is such a win. So, um, and I think the, the videos, the baking videos really opened up that door yeah. versus writing about baking. Right. It's different. So. Right. It is. And actually you, when you did those videos and I'll even link up to some of your videos in the show notes, but when you did those videos, it, it showed that like, like we were talking about before that ability to want people to learn from you because you can teach them and it's <laughs> such a gift, right? It's legit like learning and teaching. It's, you don't find business owners on every corner who are willing to offer skills that they have in their business. I mean, that's the added value that we're getting when we, when we watch you on your videos or read your blog is you're, um, you're, you always want to leave us with something. You always want to leave us with something, whether it's a little nugget, a little tip to make things easier in the kitchen, a story about one of your products. So I really love that, that component of your brand um, and, and how you bring it to the table. It's really kind of amazing. Thank you. Um, when I was younger and working at Neshoba, mm-hmm. um, I met this chef. He was older than me. And I will always remember what he said. He said, um, he gave me the recipe for something. And I said, well, aren't you nervous that, you know, to give me this recipe? What if I turn around and make it and sell it. And he said, by giving you the recipe and teaching you how to do these things, it frees me up to keep learning new things. Mm. I, and so he said, my goal is never to be the only one who can do one thing in the kitchen or to keep anything a secret because that absolutely defines my future. Whereas mm-hmm. if I teach and give other people that information, I, my future is wide open then, you know, right. I'm not, I know I'm not going to be standing at this mixer making this particular cookie dough because, you know, and, and so it was such a game changer for me because, um, it just showed me how easy it is to feel sort of threatened that you're replaceable or, you know, whatever insecurities I had as Mm -hmm. either a manager, a boss, a business owner, a pastry chef, whatever it was, it was sort of like, oh. Oh, we all have that. I mean, I was there too. I can, I can totally relate to this story. Why would anyone want to, if I share what I do, then somebody will steal it. And I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, let them, because I've got so much more to give and no one can do it in my voice, in my way. You know, Karen, anybody who makes your recipe, it's not going to taste exactly like you, like yours. Yeah. And so it's like that. Yeah. It was such a game changer for me. It really shifted. Yeah. 
yeah, shifted everything as a, as a parent, even it shifted for me. So they say um, teaching others creates the very path we ourselves need to move forward. I love it. Right. So as we wrap up this, this, I would say part one of the market your biz better with Karen Collins, <laughs> I would love to, I would love for you to share one last thing with the, um, with the listeners. What inspires you, Karen, in your biz? Um, what inspires me, honestly, are the people who work with me, um, mm -hmm. who make it possible for us to do what we do because I, they're critical <laughs> and so yep. they're the core of the business and I, again, am blessed to have such a great team of people that consistently show up who work hard and have fun working hard and that inspires me. So yep. if I ever feel, if I ever come to, you know, corporate headquarters and Shirley and feel, you know, depressed or down or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, just not motivated. Yeah. All I have to do is look at everyone who shows up, who brings, you know, bagels because they like working with each other or whatever it is. Um, I have such a great team. So they inspire me every day. Yeah. Loyal, be so sweet employees. Got it. Yes. Yep. Writing that one down. All right. Well, with that said, I'm definitely going to have to have you on because I have a couple more things I want to go over with you and have okay. to share with my audience. So promise me you'll come back. Of course. Okay, great. Um, Karen, tell everybody where to find you online and I'll link up in the show notes. Sure. So you can find us at um, bsuesweet.com. It's B as in boy, I-S-O-U-S-W-E-E-T.com. And soon there will be a new website. So exciting. And you're also on Facebook, Be So Sweet and yep. Confections or Be So Sweet? Just I forget. that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes and then on <laughs> Instagram as well, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Show her, show her some sugar love over on Instagram and on Facebook. You'll love it. I mean, you'll be drooling and you'll be like, oh, how can I get those? Luckily, she sells her products in a lot of places all along, mostly the Eastern Seaboard, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Coming to an amazing store near you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. Thank Good you. job. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now go market your biz better.